All right, everyone, welcome back to our latest episode of People Talk. Today I'm joined by Joel Peterson, founder of Brain Cloud Recruiting. Joel, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here, Ryan. So, Joel, to go ahead and get us started, where's home originally for you and where do you live now? I'm from Minneapolis, Ryan, and I, I currently live in Antananarivo, which is the capital of Madagascar, with my wife and my eight-year-old daughter. So that's your very first guest from Madagascar. So <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> Madagascar, so that's exciting. Where'd you go to school? What'd you study? Did you think you were getting into this wild, crazy world of HR? Oh, man. I don't think anybody grows up wanting to be a recruiter, at least nobody I ever met. <laughs> I, I graduated with a math and econ degree from St. Olaf, which is a, a liberal arts college in, in Minnesota. And uh, yeah, I thought I was gonna do international business, lived in Japan during college, studied Japanese kind of, kind of way. And then all of a sudden, well, I shouldn't say, yeah, it was kind of all of a sudden, I, uh, I got recruited by a recruiter and you know, salespeople like to, you know, they like a good pitch. So I, I got pitched, I got sold, and here I am 10 years later. So your first job out of college, was that being a recruiter? No, man. I, I, I was a VISTA volunteer at a runaway shelter in Washington, D.C., out of college. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. And then chart the path from, from VISTA volunteer to <laughs> it's a long and winding path ryan i won't give you i won't give it all to you but vista volunteer flight attendant so i could travel the world did that for three years uh real estate sales and then and then uh, actually i led i led seminars for a little while training and development seminars human development seminars and then uh and then recruiting that's awesome that's awesome. That's a wind and a very interesting path there. What is, what, is, what, is what does Brain Cloud Recruiting do? Yeah, so what we do in five words or less is we build startups. Nice. Yeah. And what kind of companies uh, do you typically work with? What types of roles are you usually recruiting for? It's kind of all of them. Yeah, well, I started in technology. I worked for Robert Half for five years. In, in technology. So technology is the main focus. Obviously that's the focus in, in Silicon Valley and the Bay Area. So technology roles primarily, although if you can recruit for technology, you can recruit for design, you can, you know, it's all the same as you know. Yep. So anyways, yeah, we, we, we are, we're a best fit for a small startup who needs to launch and doesn't necessarily want to use external agencies. Yep. So we essentially become the recruiting department for a startup as they, as they scale and help them scale. That's awesome. And is it just you, do you have a team and where's the company at in terms of that? Yeah. So kind of a funny, funny story. I, the day that I quit Robert half, one of the guys on my team came to me and he said, hire me someday. It's the last thing he said to me, and I never forgot it. And four years later, this, this January, when it was time to, to grow, I, I made one call and, and it was a done deal. That's an easy call. That's a great submittal to hire rate. That's, that's a, <laughs> yeah, one right. call, we were done, <laughs> yeah. races. That's really cool. So it was a, 
a great hire is the right call. Like roughly how many, how many jobs do you have open at any given time, would you say? 20-something. Nice. Typically, uh, so data science, I think you were asking, data science, software engineers, data engineers, um, Salesforce, iOS developer, Android developer, HR manager, product designer, data analysts, Golang developer, React. Nice. And then, uh, in your view, what's kind of one of the most important uh, topics facing you know HR and recruiting these days? Well, the I think the the toughest thing about recruiting is getting through to people. Unemployment is so low, it hasn't been this low since the war and the big war and or the last big war. Anyways, so in, in, in the Bay Area especially, it's, it's so difficult to get people's attention when everybody is hunting for the same people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it kind of presents two problems. One, you got a bunch of like overwhelmed recruiters trying to, you know, get in front of folks and then overwhelmed job seekers and hounded kind of how do you how do you get through that yeah so how do you get through it everybody has their their way but i think for me the way is to my way is to just make sure that i'm being distinct from the noise most of the recruiters out there are are six months or less in their job and they're blasting out generic salesy um, ill-fitting jobs like I did for my first couple years in recruiting it's just you have no idea what you're doing recruiters have very little training and especially in the agency world and you got six months to figure it out you know so if you can be distinct from that and conversely Make sure you know what you're doing. Do a really great intake so you're clear with the hiring manager about what they really are looking for and then how, you know, why someone should take that job. And then you prepare a message that truly is going to speak to what people really care about, you know, your ideal candidate, what they really care about. And then, you know, beyond that, I think bring a little, bring, bring your personality to it. Sourcing is dull or it can be. So I try and have fun with it. You know, whatever, you know, kind of whatever amuses me. I come up with lots of funny, weird headlines and, you know, I try and always grab them on that first sentence with something that shows that I at least read their profile and that there's a real human being on my side of, of, of the, the keyboard. Just like I know that there's a real person on that side. So, yeah, I mean, I send highly personalized emails. I know what I'm talking about. And then I, and then I make sure that I'm speaking to what they, what they care about instead of, you know, I need this and I need that. Yeah. They don't care. One of the things I remember when I was, you know, at a search firm, having that, like, successful intake call was, like, so critical. Else you, you know, you go after a job description that's kind of vague. Any, any yeah. kind of tips or insights and, like, getting to the, the meat of it with a hiring manager and that intake call to make sure that when you do reach out, it's, you know, in line with what you're kind of searching for. Right. Well, there's nothing worse than thinking you have the perfect candidate and, and it's not at all what the hiring manager wants. Mm-hmm.
Yeah. Do you ever, have you, have you found any like easy ways to kind of when you're working with hiring managers to kind of get that out of them or find like the right way to like tee up? You know, someone, someone gave me a really good intake form once, which mm -hmm. I've now tweaked to fit, fit our needs. So that's, that's what I use now. It's one page long. It yep. hits everything. That way I don't forget anything. And yeah, no, I mean, and I'd be happy to share it if anybody wanted it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It'd be great if you, uh, you could share that. I'm sure people would enjoy kind of yeah. feeling and copying some best practices with that. Cool. What's like one of your favorite, like outreach is like most memorable, uh, one that you've done, which is like, man, that works so well, or it totally bombed, blew up in my face. You know, any <laughs> story of reaching out to candidates and, you know, something that worked well or didn't. Well, there's a, there's a lot of bombs, especially in my early, there's still a lot of bombs. You, you come up with something, you think you're being clever and, you know, either get no response or they're just like, yeah, you're barking up the wrong tree. So that's always happened. It's always going to happen. It happens. But I remember, I remember I made this super goofy email and oh, something about Colonel, I don't know. It was like, I just, I just was again, amusing myself with this whole like recruit and like Colonel, like Colonel Clink kind of, you know, like just completely off in this weird direction about the war or something. Yeah. And I ended up hooking Douglas Crockford who founded JSON and he got back, he got, he responded to this worst email I ever sent. So I don't know. Just you really don't know. Laughing at you like, yeah, hey, you know, he tried. I got to You tried. That's awesome. Don't be afraid. You just embarrass yourself. Go on a limb there. You never know. You might get, you know, a legend to respond. That's cool. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, cool deal. Uh, how do you think about like Glassdoor, you know, from companies you work with? Is it relevant? How do you think about Glassdoor? I think it's, I think it's absolutely relevant. I think a, a very high percentage of our candidates will go to Glassdoor at, at least to take a peek. Yep. I mean, the truth is that a lot of people, you know, the people that post reviews are often disgruntled. So you can't, you, you got to take it with a grain of salt. If someone, you know, leaves a bad review, everybody's going to get that. Um, but aside from that, I think it's, I think it's a brilliant service. I love that it exists. Uh, we have a very high score, so it's, it's, it's help, very helpful to us. You know, we get a lot of people that respond and say, it's, you know, I've responded because you have such good reviews like this. So it's, yeah. good, it's good for a good company, and I suppose it's bad for a bad company. Anything kind of proactive or, or tips you've seen in kind of getting that good review, um, kind of maintaining a pretty good score? Honestly, we're... We, you know, myself and Seth, and also the people in my company from HR to the director of engineering, we're, we have a, a, a big focus on, on taking good care of people. It's, it's like the opposite of a, I don't know why I want to say meat market. It's not like, it's not like the super just transactional, you know, thing. Like these are, we're, we're like a real company with real people interviewing real people and and we really want what's best for them we do so we and we send personalized emails afterwards we'll give feedback you know as appropriate and and so we just try to make sure that we every interaction is is a good one yeah 
That's great. You don't always succeed, but we, we try. Yeah. So switching gears a little bit from hyper-personalized follow-up, what is your favorite uh, HR tech tool or the tool you, you kind of use every day? So I've been using this, this new tool called humanpredictions.io. Yeah, I'm, I'm new at it, but I like it. What's and, that? Uh, Does it work? Yeah, so it's the best, like, uh, it's the best um, database of tech candidates that I've seen. Mm -hmm. So, so many tech candidates, most of them seem to be in there. And yeah. then, it, and then it, it loops in all of their social media. It loops in their GitHub account, Stack, every, you know, every kind of relevant, you know, um, you know, place you could find candidates is all in one place in this candidate profile. And then another thing I like is it, 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 it pulls in the, the speakers at all the big conferences. So <clears throat> anyways, you, you get a lot of information about the candidates so you can send a, a personalized message. And then it also helps you to see if this person's really qualified because LinkedIn doesn't always tell the story. Yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of data missing from those profiles. For uh, sure. So, you know, what's life like outside of work? Uh, obviously, uh, Madagascar, I imagine, has got to be a fun place to live. Yeah, it's really fun, but it's a pretty simple life. My daughter goes to the French school. She is in karate and soccer, karate, soccer, and she's got something every day of the week, swimming, circus, some circus thing she just started on Monday. My wife works for our, she's, she's a social entrepreneur. She works with women's groups mostly. I build stuff in my backyard with my, with my kid and her friends and I play soccer when I'm not hurt. You know, simple, simple, ordinary life. We, we do travel a lot, which is nice. Yeah, I get imagine. And I, you know, I, I come home to see my, my company a couple times a year, so. That's cool. Uh, That's cool. And what piece of advice would you give your 20 year old self? Invest in Apple. <laughs> Invest in Apple. That's a good one. That's a good stock tip. <laughs> That's awesome. Can I do that? Can, can you actually make that happen? I mean, I mean, why not? Let's, let's go make a time machine. Let's go. Let's go do it. There's got to be a tech tool out there. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Joel, thanks so much for being on the show. Everyone, you've got Joel Peterson. He's the founder of Brain Cloud Recruiting, doing some awesome stuff. Go ahead and check him out. And thanks for listening. Thanks, Ryan.